What's it like to share your message with the world through podcasting? What is your method for helping people and making a positive difference in the world? Hi, I'm Shelley Carney, Livecast coach and host of the Messages and Methods podcast. Join me as I share fascinating stories and insights from podcasting women I met at the She Podcast Live conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in October 2021. This series of interviews will provide the foundation of understanding of why women podcast today and how they impact the world through their voice and message. And my guest for this conversation is Catherine McPhail. She's an architect with a mission to help people understand and complete home renovations, which she does through her traditional practice, Ask an Architect Design Helpline, and podcast, Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. That's her podcast. She also manages the fiddle band, Scottish Fish, and plays fiddle with and helps manage the Boston Scottish Fiddle Orchestra. She's the co-host of Context and Clarity Live, where she helps small firm architects with their business. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much. And tell us some more about yourself outside of podcasting. What's going on in your life? Well, let's see. So I'm a practicing architect. I spend most of my time working, to be honest. So I, I also spend some time fiddling. And then beyond that, I... um. That's about it for now. I mean, since the pandemic started and I'm working at home, I find that it's just become a morning to nighttime work on work on things. And with two podcasts and a full time business, I mean, I think that's not surprising. But anyway, I need to work on maybe doing some other things. I love to do puzzles. It was a big pandemic fun thing to do with my kids. My my kids are um, 25 and 23 and 16. So anyway, sometimes we do puzzles. Mm -hmm. It's pretty exciting when I think. (laughs) Look back at what I do with my life, but yeah. All right, that that sounds like a busy, busy life. Uh, all of that architecting. So, what? Mm. Tell us more about your podcast and what the your podcast. You have two of them. Tell us about those and what they're about. Okay, so two years ago at the first she podcast, uh, that was right. I decided to go to that uh, conference, and then I decided to launch a podcast right after that. So it gave me a goal and a launch date, and so that's what I did. Uh, it's talking home renovations with the house maven. And I wanted to do that because I felt like my clients didn't, uh, most of them had never been through a home renovation before. And so um, there's so much that they didn't know and felt, I, f- I feel like anxiety around different aspects of it. So I thought there should be a pod. I, I looked around for a podcast like that and there wasn't one exactly like what I wanted to do at the time. So I decided to go ahead and start it myself. So I started by interviewing contractors and vendors, um, you know, like windows and doors and skylights and things like that. So my first season was most mostly that. And I also interviewed uh, architects about tips that they might have for homeowners, things that they saw that went wrong so people can learn from other people's mistakes. And then uh, I'm in my third season now, and I have a series of episodes called uh, Renovation Stories. So there's some homeowners there talking about their own houses. And I love to hear house stories. I love old houses. So I also try to incorporate um, aspects of sustainability into into the home renovations because that's something that's really important to me. And I feel like maybe it seems a little daunting to think about that as a homeowner, but I don't know why that should really be separated out. And I feel like I would like it if people considered... Um, 
different aspects of sustainability with their home renovation. So, so that's what I do. All right. And that's, um, let's see, that was talking home renovations with the house maven. Right. And, uh, you say you have a second one context and clarity. Is that correct? Yes. So that came about because I already had another, because I already had my podcast and they, uh, it's kind of a long story. I will try to keep it short. So a long, okay. I mail during the pandemic, like in April, um, I'm part of a group called Entree Architect, which is on Facebook. So right now there are about 7,400 architects, mostly small firm architects, people who are running their own firms. So, uh, they decided about six weeks in that maybe they should check in with people, so they did a Facebook Live. And then every afternoon, now it's been a year and a half of every weekday afternoon of my co-host, whose name is Jeff Eccles, he gets on there and there's a group of us, maybe 50 of us now, who go on regularly. And so we've all gotten to know each other and we um, you know, we comment on things. We might be talking about marketing or um, all sorts of things. I can't even think of anything beyond marketing that, that uh, small firm owners would want to do. So then... They decided that they were going to have guests on, they being um, Mark LePage, who is the head of Entree Architect, and Jeff. And I had gotten to know them over the year of being on the show and then taking workshops with them. So they asked me if I wanted to be the co-host. So my job is to gather questions from the community and um, get rid of trolls and other things on there So um, while Jeff's doing most of the interviewing. So, um, yeah, so we have today we interviewed somebody about codes he's done the whole up codes which is a um kind of an online service that has to do with codes I'm, i won't even try to explain the whole thing we had risk management we've had um seth godin was on the show at the beginning which was pretty exciting i know mm-hmm. it's exciting and i um anyway so we have we have a variety of people on there about you know inspiring various inspiring people that and then the community asks questions, and I gather the questions and put them up on the screen in this live simulcast to face, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, and um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So that's a live that's a live one. Which mm-hmm. which you know, sometimes things go wrong during the live. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, I've learned so much about yeah, running but, my business through doing it. You mm-hmm. know, so. But with the live stream, that means you can have a live audience who can then interact with you. Is that exactly right? right? Yeah. And so they can uh, prompt you towards the things that they want to know. They can help yes. direct the uh, the conversation uh, to what they need. Yeah, and it's a pretty continual contact with that um, that group of people because we're on Clubhouse every morning at 9 talking about whatever. We usually have themes of the week that have to do with our interview. And then, of course, Jeff is still on every afternoon. So we're in pretty constant contact. And it's it's been really nice to actually be part of a community like that, that um, during you know, I moved out of my office into my basement. And so it, it's, uh, it's really felt like connecting to other people, which has been nice. And we all got together and went away in um, Vermont together. Not all of us, like 20 of us. And we, you know, had a live version where we're talking about different things like climate change and all different things that we want to work on. Mm-hmm. So one audience would be more uh, homeowners who are interested in renovations. And then the other audience is architects and small firms who need more information to help their business grow. Yeah. Yeah. I would say they don't, they don't overlap much. Although a lot Mm -hmm. of people who are in the Entree Architect community are my guests on my other podcast. Yeah. Great. That's great. So it, they really don't have much to do with each other, but both are very pertinent to my own life. So. 
And how long have you been podcasting? You said you started after the 2019 um, She Podcast convention, uh, conference. Yeah, I think my first episodes came out uh, October 23rd, 2019. So you got right on it. Well, I set the date, I set the date after I knew I was going to the... Oh, look at you. That's yeah. smart. Yeah, because I figured that would, that would give me a date that I definitely would do it. And then mm-hmm. coming to the, something like this would help me. Yeah. I'd already know a little bit about it, mm-hmm. and I get a little more out of it. Although this, this year I know I'll get a lot more out of it because I know that much more where it was a little overwhelming a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, what made you decide to start a podcast on this topic? You just said you, you decided to do it before you even went to the conference and, mm-hmm. and uh, then you just leaped into it. What made you decide to do that? Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm working, while I'm drafting. So I had been listening for a long time to podcasts. And I had just been thinking about how that I wish there were podcasts like the one I ended up making. So, and then actually one day my husband was touring somewhere with students and he said, look at this podcast studio. You should totally just go for it. So then I thought, well, okay, I will. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of the way my life goes sometimes that I just decide to do something and then I am just launched on a different path. So it makes life exciting, but stressful sometimes. Look at this podcast studio. Did you rent a studio or did you set one up like it in your home? What would, you, would, would happen there? No, I have nothing that resembles a podcast studio. <laughs> I do have nice mic now. I have a boom stand. I have good equipment, but I don't, I don't, have, uh, I don't have that podcast studio right now in, in my house. Okay. Well, the but goal someday, is a goal for you. Maybe. And what message do you hope your audience will hear and understand when they listen to your podcast? Well, for one thing, I feel like I, I would like them to have be more informed about what they are getting into when they are um, embarking on a big project. Because a lot of people feel like their house is almost a member of their family and might not realize how upsetting it can be. Or people get like people get upset when they they don't know things. So the more they know, the less upset it will make them. And a lot of people get. Um, it's a stressful, it's, you know, it's a stressful mm. thing to go through. If there are two people in the uh, house, two people who own the house, they have to agree on a lot of things. It involves a lot of money and the contractors that they hire or whether they should hire an architect. And I don't know what people think. I, of course, I don't know what all people think about architects, but I'm hoping that maybe um, they're listening to the podcast. They might um, realize that we are, we can be potentially helpful to them and not just um, helpful to let's say elite homeowners. Most of my clients are, are just pretty regular people. So, um, but we as architects help, help them through the whole process and I think get the most out of it for them. So anyway, it's not a, overall, it's not supposed to be, you know, advertising for architects, but I think we're kind of not as um, understood as we could be, mm-hmm. you know, so. So, uh, well, let's get into the women in podcasting. Hmm. Uh, why? Do you believe it's important for women to participate in podcasting? Well, I don't know if you want me to get into my whole um, feminist side of things, but another reason I do what I do is to be kind of a mentor to women. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I find on the business side of things that women don't charge as much. They don't feel like they are ready to do things where men in comparable situations don't seem to have the same uh, trepidation, maybe. So I think there's a lot of room for women to improve their, um, their confidence and, and why, I mean, why would we not have a voice and why would we not do it? So I, I guess that's just what I think. Why would we, why would we not? Mm -hmm. 
so maybe that's not a good answer. But I, I, um, I went to a women's college, and I think um, I didn't really realize it at the time, but I think there are certain things that I just believe that I, I now realize other women don't believe. Mm, like? Like there's no reason we can't do whatever we want. I guess that would be the biggest thing. <laughs> like I didn't think about not being an architect because I'm female, but apparently a lot of people have feelings about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I feel like if I can help young architects, women, young women architects feel like they can do anything, then that'll be a good thing for my life. It is a, a large life commitment to become an architect, right? I mean, it's years and years of study. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a long time. I went to graduate school for three and a half years. Then I had to do an internship. I had kids in the middle of all that. So I um, ended up getting licensed in like 2005. So that was about nine years after I got out of graduate school. And then I homeschooled my kids. So then I ended up having to, um, I was working part-time during that time. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go back and change it at all. But and I'm and I'm very fortunate to have a profession where I can work for myself and I can get up at four and do the work and then take care of kids. And so that was that was tiring, but it was great that that was a possibility for me. So and then my youngest just went to high school. So about four years ago, and I just decided I was just gonna really go for it in terms of my um, my work. So and now I'm about to start working with a coach who I actually interviewed. We interviewed on. Um, context and clarity. Mm-hmm. And when we interviewed her, I thought I would love to work with her. And then I realized I have about 20 years left, probably. I'm 54. So um, about 20 years, and I just really want to make the biggest impact that I can in that time. So I'm hoping that um, we'll be able to craft a plan. I mean, I would love to be able to go um, to write a book. And my, cause this is my dream. Okay, this is this week's dream. I often dream a lot. Um, it's to write a book and then have the homeowners have the homeowners from around the country go to their towns, do a book reading in their story would be in the book, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of go around and, and meet meet people and talk to people. So sounds like a great dream. We'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. In what ways has your life changed since you began podcasting? Well, I have learned how to use Audition. I've learned I've learned new actually I've learned and I do really enjoy doing that. I like learning new things. So. Um, my life has changed. I've met a lot of different people. I mean, I have a better, um, kind of a more sense of audio and audio appreciation. So that's kind of changed a little bit. I'm really particular about my music and my podcast. And so I wasn't expecting that really. Um, I have, I work more hours since I do the podcast. How else has it changed? It's, um, I'm number one in Armenia, you know, so in home and garden. So that's pretty big. I have a lot of fans, or three fans probably, in Armenia. There are only three in the home and garden, but, you know, it's good to be number one anyway. So, I don't know, it's been, it's been fun. And this, the idea of someone listening to me in Armenia blows my mind. Like, why? Why? Uh, why? I'm, I'm glad they like it. But it's amazing to me, you know, because originally I just thought my clients would listen. And um, different people listen. And I love when people write to me and say, I find your podcast really comforting or whatever. They like it. And, um, and I feel, well, that's, that's really great. Because that's why I'm doing it, to, to reach people and make them feel more comfortable. So Yeah, and yeah. that's that satisfies a need to help others, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, what made you decide to attend the She Podcast Live conference this time? This time? Well, I guess, well, because I'd gone to the first one, mm-hmm. and then the second, or the second one didn't happen the year later, right? So this is the second one. So then I guess I just was always assuming I would go to the, to the next one, and so it just happens to be this one. 
And also just because I, like I was saying earlier, uh, the first time I knew like a little bit. And so I could only absorb so much. And there was so much that I wasn't being able to really fully understand. So I'm hoping that this time, I mean, I don't know everything for sure. I'm hoping that I'll understand more this time. And then the next time I come back, I'll understand more and get more out of it. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific goal that you have for this particular conference? Well, actually, I was hoping that we could get an accountability group, kind of a mastermind group. I have an architectural mastermind group, and I would love to have a group of women that um, we check in with like every once a month or something. And just, um, you know, in my architectural mastermind, we just go around and, you know, check in from the last time. And then someone will have a, an issue that they want to talk about, and we all help work through that issue. So I would love to have something like that for... Um, women podcasters so mm-hmm. yeah, it is great uh getting to know people on the Hoova app oh, yeah. and it would be nice to be able to continue that in some way yeah definitely yeah. would and what plans do you have for the future of your podcast well let's see I joined a network uh so I have contracted to do it through the end of 2022 so at least there's no you know I don't know about you but sometimes I think oh you know what forget it I'm just I'm just not going to do this anymore but I can't now I can't. So now that I'm not in that, like, am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? Um, so I'm definitely going to go through through that. As I said, I'd like to write a book, um, compiling the tips at least. And I have been putting together information that I give give to people about getting started and that sort of thing. But um, everybody who comes on has tips. And I right now have 75 episodes. So I feel like it's time to maybe start compiling those. And and then who knows where that will lead. But I do love the renovation stories. And as I was saying, it'd be great to put those together in a kind of short storybook and mm-hmm. with photographs and things. And um, yeah, so. Wonderful. Is there anything that I didn't ask today that you would like to, uh, to bring up or anything you want to touch on? Well, I think we already touched on it. But definitely two of the things that are important to me are um, women having a voice mm-hmm. and, and also uh, the sustainability aspect of our built environment, you know, because... It's, um, I think it's, it's time. It's, it's maybe more, a little bit more difficult to research local materials or other things like that, but it's, um, buildings, buildings create a lot of, of our, uh, you know, the carbon footprint of our houses and all that stuff. It's important to think about it. It's easy not to think about it. When I was flying into Phoenix, I was just like endless, endless houses. And I thought Mm -hmm. I was just, what's, what's the point really? It's just a drop in the bucket, you know? But I do think that if all of us do a little bit, then we'll be able to, well, first of all, we'll live in healthier houses than we do and um, maybe have a positive impact on, on our environment as well. So, All right. So where can people find and connect with you? Well, I am a lot of places. I have a couple of clubhouse rooms. I have a club on Clubhouse talking home renovations. I'm on Instagram. And I, when I got 1,000 followers um, a couple of weeks ago, I promised I would do 1,000 tips, which my friends have then said, that was too many tips. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm only on tip 11, so, you know, um, I still have them. But uh, so Instagram, I have a, actually a community on Facebook called Talking Home Renovations Together. And that's where a bunch of architects, a lot of them who have been on the show and guests and, and uh, homeowners can come there and, and talk together about, about things. Because I, I hope that, the, you know, building a community like that will make people feel more comfortable, too. Yeah, so. that's, off- that's awesome. That's, that's great. Uh, we'll have to put that in the show notes for people so that they can find that and connect with you in that way. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for spending time with me on thank Messages and Methods me. podcast today. That's and so nice of you. I hope you enjoy the rest of She Podcast Live Conference and we can work together again in the future. Yeah, I hope so. 
It's been great to meet you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for the Messages and Methods She Podcast Conference interview series with Shelley Carney, produced by Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and look for our compilation book on Amazon soon. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a fabulous podcaster at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources and please enjoy all our wonderful podcast episodes. Music